Are you ready? Hey there, you are listening to Think Tank Millionaire Podcast, where on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then get ready to buckle up. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Welcome to Think Take Millionaire Podcast, a podcast where you have real entrepreneurs talking about real problems and giving you real solutions to take your business to the next level. I'm Alexa D'Agostino and I am your host. Today, we are going to discuss the three relationships you need to drop right now, not tomorrow, not next week, like right now. And I could not have two better co-hosts with me who happen to be my business partners, Tanya, Marin, Susie, Albert Miller, also known as Sam. And it, it is such an important conversation, guys, because people are great and people can also be so draining, right? And so today's conversation is one of the most important things, because in my opinion, I think the people that you have in your life can either make you or break you. And I've spent a lot of time in my life focusing on surrounding myself with people that are going to help me in life and who I can help because it's a two-way street, right? You guys all know, I know Tanya, you know, Tell me who you hang out with and I'll tell you who you are. I'm never, it's never going to get old. My kids, I can already see Madeline at like age 10 saying, ma, enough, right? Um, Because I feel like we used to say that growing up. We're like, enough. All right, I get it. I get it. But now it's like, I can't stop saying it. So I'm going to kick it off here with Miss Susie. And I want to know, so this is what you do. You are a conflict expert. You are a people expert. We always say the two biggest expenses in the business are marketing and people. Marketing and people, the two most important things, right? You've got to be really good at marketing. You've got to be really good at people. It's not just managing people, but also understanding who not to have in your circle, right? Absolutely. So what what are your thoughts? Oh my gosh, who you hang out with is who you become. And I, I, I dare anybody to stop for a minute. I mean, if you're driving, keep your eyes on the road, but close your eyes and think about the people you talk to the most. And then pause and think about your life. They are the biggest influence in your in your life, whether you realize it or not. It's just like the fish that doesn't isn't aware of the water they swim in. I mean, who you hang out with, and I, I love your grandma. Tell me who you hang out with, and I'll tell you who you are. So if you hang out with people who are complaining all the time, you become a complainer. Gossiping, you become a gossiper. Poor, you become poor. Scarcity mindset. Whatever it is, what you take in, what you surround yourself with comes out of you eventually. So there's relationships that are getting in your way of achieving the success you want, of achieving the happiness, the contentment you want in life. And guess what? You can change it. You're the only person that can. It's not always easy, but I'm going to actually double down and go, it is necessary if you want the success. What do you think, Tanya? Absolutely. You know, when it comes to business, we always talk, oh, ROI, ROI, what's the ROI? What am I getting out of this? But nobody really thinks about the ROR, right? I mean, what is the return on the relationship you're having? I love what you said. Close your eyes and think of the, the top five people, right? So let's talk about it. Like, what are those, those top three relationships that we should get rid of? Well, I'll name one of them. And one is one of my, on top of my list is anybody who's an energy vampire, right? Think of that person in your business that you're busy, you're busy doing your thing and they're just dragging you down, right? They're just sucking up your energy. They're using your time. They're slowing down your business, energy vampires. Get rid of them, folks, because guess what? If you're talking about ROI, you get rid of that relationship, it's going to go up. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And one of the tools for that that Tanya and I uh, talk about a lot is write down the people you spend the most time with. Make a list of five or 10, and then right next to them, put a plus or a minus. 
because people are either helping us move forward and giving us energy or they're draining our energy. And then you have the energy vampires. Something's always wrong. You know, the world is not for them. They, they have a victim mentality and they want to draw you into it. And you just, just think about it. How do I feel when the conversation's over? How do I feel when their name shows up on my phone? Do I, oh, pick it up? Or do I go, oh, I got to deal with this. That's a huge clue. And those energy vampires, they, you know, they're blood suckers and they keep you down and they keep you from vibrating at that highest energy level and drawing to you what you want. So energy vampires are the first person you should get rid of. And here's the hard thing, the question I always get, what if they're the people in my circle, in my house, in my family tree? And that is usually, you'll find one there. And all I would say in that moment is name it. This person is a very difficult person or is an energy vampire for me. Whenever I talk to them, they make me question myself or they, you know, they throw shade on my business ventures or I always leave feeling like I need a, I need a, a, to be pumped up after I talk to them. Here's what you do. You begin to withdraw a little bit. So let's say there's one circle out and you, you just don't have conversations with them. And then you draw boundaries about what you'll talk to about them. If talking about business isn't good, never, just don't. If it's your family tree and you can't get away from, talk about your kiddos or the weather, but don't let them in to the circle of your thoughts that impact what you do. I mean, you can talk about sports. Sports is an easy thing. And if they bring up something you don't want to talk about, just say, you know, I really don't want to discuss that right now. Let's talk about da-da-da instead. And so you get to control that. Is it comfortable? No. Is it necessary? Absolutely. This is so good. All right. So before we continue to two and three, let's let's summarize energy vampire, which is a, a pretty hilarious name, by the way. I've never heard energy vampire before. So this is somebody who drains you. This is somebody who's negative. This is somebody who brings you down. And how to understand if somebody's an energy vampire is make a list and add a plus or a minus, right? Now, I can argue that sometimes I don't know that we know how people make us feel because like how often do we really actually stop and think about it, right? And also the other flip side, which we don't have to dig into this right now, but I do want to make note on it, is how do you know if you're an energy vampire? That like that's an interesting question. We'll dig into that in a second. So let's jump to number two. Okay, so number two, I'll name. Number two are the people that are the naysayers. Whenever you give an idea, their first response is the problem is, or why do you think you can do that? Or have you, do you have too much on your plate? Or gosh, that industry saturated. Their first response is always a can't. And two things drive that, their scarcity mindset or jealousy. And a lot of times what people reply to you is so much about them and not about you at all. But if you have them in your life consistently, you will begin to absorb their questions. So somebody says to you, hey, is that really a lucrative business adventure? And I'm not talking about your business advisor or your coach or somebody you've invited to speak that into your life. Have that person and listen to what they say. These are the people that just, you know, they're just, no, that's not going to work. Oh, you know, like Eeyore and Winnie the Pooh, like, oh, it's just not going to work. And it's, this is a bad idea. And when you're, when you talk to them, you walk away feeling like you might not be on point. You might need to reassess and, re and question yourself. And that wastes a lot of energy and sows a lot of doubt in yourself. Yeah, I think it's a really important point too. And like, sometimes I, I feel like, the naysayers are everywhere and sometimes they don't mean it. So I, I've had situation where I've had naysayers in my life that are close, not to mention any names like my wife, um, but who's, who's very skeptic, 
right? And she actually yells at me because I called her one day. I said, you have scarcity mindset, but she means well. Like she doesn't mean to be a naysayer, right? And it's just because she's she's lived her life being a little bit of a skeptic, right? She's always very cautious where I'm like, yeah, let's go. She's like cautious. So we're a good match because she pulls me back and I, you know, tell her, push her forward, right? So it's a good match. So I, I want to also make note that sometimes there are relationships that are energy vampires or naysayers, but there's ways to actually fix that as well. And I do want to go into that. So stay, keep listening. So I do want to talk about, you know, how do you know to drop them or how do you know how to fix that? Right. And change that relationship through communication. Right. So well, let me I, I think that right away. Let me just, let me just say that because I'm married to a man who's very realistic and I'm, you know, uh, optimistic. And so sometimes I'll tell him that his realism isn't helpful right now. Because I don't, you're not going to look at everybody and tell and say, you tell me, no, you don't support my dreams. You're my naysayer. Alexa, Susie, and Tanya said I can cut you out of my life. No, not saying that at all. I am saying, (laughs) (laughs) I just break it (laughs) You have to be willing to look at yourself. Like if you have a lot of naysayers in your life, then look at yourself first. Who are you attracting to you? If you have somebody who actually like Alexa mentioned her wife, she needs that skeptic sometimes to go, okay, let's think this through. The question then is timing, timing of the conversation. And, and I mentioned when I first started, if you don't have a coach or a mentor in your, in your life who tells you no sometimes, who gives you, you know, inv- advice that doesn't make you always happy, then you need to find a new coach because you don't want a yes man. And sometimes you need that person to go, mm, let's rethink that. But a naysayer is somebody whose bent is always you can't. Why do you think you should? It's not about the idea. It, it makes you feel like you're foolish for even dreaming that big. So the naysayers aren't the people like Alexa talked about who are close to you and care about you and are asking you tough questions. The naysayers are people who are negative Nellies who cause you to doubt yourself, who always drive about you. You can't do that. Are you sure? Why are you dreaming so big? Um, that's very different than somebody who asks you a hard question. Have you considered how it's going to fit in your life? Have you done the investigation about if that is a viable market. I mean, I'm not saying get rid of the people who challenge you. Naysayers are usually driven by jealousy. You're doing something that they wish they could do. And so because they don't want to get out of their comfort zone, they're going to pull you back into theirs. And that was my exact point, right? Is like, you're going to have naysayers in your life that are, are not necessarily the people you need to drop, right? They're, they're people that are challenging you. And so that was my exact point is not everybody is a, a naysayer, even if they, they might have signs of it, but it's, it's important to distinct. So like you said, I don't want everybody walking away. Like Alexa, Susie and Tanya told me I need to drop you out of my life. And it's like your wife, you know? So if you do decide you can hire Susie to fix your marriage and there you go. <laughs> well, you got to take right. care of the relationships that matter. And we do have an episode on that. So yeah, we do. It's, it's a good one. Um, so it's a couple episodes back, but all right. So let's jump in. So what's number three. Now I really want to know. So it's energy vampire naysayers. What is number three? It's probably those people that it's like a relationship slash no relationship when they just call you when they want something, but they're actually not there when you need them the most. You might as well just cut them out completely, like cut the branch off, right? We talk about family tree, cut the branch off, (laughs) Um, you know, because that's also, that also takes up a lot of your energy and, you know, it's something that 
there's no return there, right? In any relationship. But I love also, Susie, what you were saying before was look within yourself first, because I'm sure people out there right now are asking, but how do I know? Like, how do I know what type of relationships are serving me, right? Then you have to look into yourself and say, oh, well, what type of person am I in a relationship? Right. And then we talk a lot about like personality types and understanding, you know, who balances you and who, who brings that return to your life and how you could bring return to other people's lives as well. Um, so I love, I love uh, how Susie's so into that with the personality. <laughs> parasites. I think they're parasites. I was going to say takers, but I like parasites better. Yeah, parasites, they, they suck your blood and they need, 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 but they're not giving you anything. They're not giving you any nutrition or anything. Right. I, I think that is, um, there's so many people in life that are parasites, that are users, that um, don't appreciate what you do and they don't ever give. It's like, remember a couple podcasts ago, I talked about relationships are like banks. You should be putting your money in the bank and very rarely asking for that money back because one day you're going to have to make a big withdrawal and you better have a lot of money in their bank first before you ask for a withdrawal because otherwise you're in debt. And I like to not be in debt and have money where I can go ask for it if I need it. And so that's how I look at my relationships. I give, 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 very, very rarely take, but not everybody has that perception or, or perspective, right? A lot of people are parasites and I don't know why, but they are. So Susie, our therapist, <laughs> tell us. Well, I just think for you, I love the idea that, you know, the parasites, takers, there are people that you have in your life who are always asking for something. Again, it goes back to that. They drain you. It's not the energy vampire that leaves you discouraged and down, but they always need something from you. And the, the relationship is very imbalanced. You are giving, 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 and there's not any reciprocal. And you know, these people, they're always asking for a referral. They're always asking for help. They're always kind of they need something from you and they usually make you feel guilty if you don't give it to them. There's some emotional kind of manipulation there and you feel it before you can name it. So when we talk about the how, one of the things with this one is, again, if they call or they, you see an email from them, what's your immediate response? Because our bodies actually register things before our minds are cognizantly aware of them sometimes. And so you might feel like, oh, do I have to deal with this now? Make note of that. Think about how many times you say that about that person. They may be a taker. And you're like, you know what? I need to back off from them. I need to be less available to them. And I will tell you this, friends, growth is hard. Anytime you're going to make a change for the betterment of you, you are going to have people who aren't going to like it. No one says, oh, thank you for becoming a better version of yourself and not, you know, and, and putting some boundaries up. Nobody says that. You know, no, nobody thanks you for what you do that helps you grow because you're going to make them uncomfortable. So understand that for you to say to this person, I'm not available, don't take their call, you know, put boundaries up that protect you because if you're being taken, a lot of times you are allowing that to happen. And I don't mean that to be harsh. I mean, we got to look at personal responsibility here. Where are you giving in over and over and over again? You're spending time with the energy vampire. You're spending time with the taker. And then you're complaining that you're always you know, drained and you have nothing left. Guess who can change that? Only one person. And that is you. Well, that's actually an interesting point, right? It's if you think about everything in your life, I always say you can't get up set with what you can't control. You can only get upset with what you can control, right? And a lot of times relationships, you you can control it, right? And I feel that when I coach people and 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 let's let's transition this question for a second, right? So let's summarize energy vampire, people that are naysayers, parasites. So the three people that you need to drop like tomorrow, even today, right? 
you can almost summarize these relationships. These are people that drain you and the relationship is not balanced. That's the summary in my mind of all three, right? But let's go forward now, right? So there's, we talked last episode, Susie, you and I talked about the different types of relationships. You have your um, inner circle, you have your clients and you have your business relationships, right? And there's a lot more obviously in there. Your inner circle could be your partner or your friends, right? And, you know, you, you have these different people in your life and sometimes it's hard to cut people. It's hard to cut family out. It's hard to cut people that are draining. And the hardest one, especially if you're a new business, are clients. I was and just going to say that. If you're building a business, it's hard to be picky. And like I always tell the story, it's why I sold my first business because I hated the clients I was working. And it was, it's not against them. They're great clients. They're great companies. It wasn't what I was passionate about. And some of it was really, really draining, right? It's draining to be a woman sitting at a table with all men. Like it's, really? it's draining because you constantly have mansplaining. You have to like stick up for yourself. It's always the other person's idea. Like it was draining working in the fortune 500 fortune 100 world, which has changed a lot. Cause it's almost 10 years since I sold my company and things have changed drastically, but 10 years ago, like it was very imbalanced. It was very unhealthy, um, very emotional and, and draining. So I sold my business. I'm like, I, I, I got to get it out. I'm not happy. I'm not doing what I want to do, but for new businesses, it's hard to do that. So what are some tools? If there are people in your life that you can't drop right now, and you mentioned some before, like pick the topics, but let's talk specifically about clients. Okay. Cause that's what I was going to say in the, in the companies and executives I work with, usually they will bring up a client that's well-paying. They're a good client on paper, but they tend to be a difficult client in person. And so we have to sort through how to deal with that because you just can't say to every client, well, I'm not happy with you. Bye-bye. You're not going to be able to pay your bills. So the growth in those moments is how you navigate that. And you mentioned new business. You know, when you're new in business, you take anybody and you begin to look at then one of Tanya's favorite topics, processes and procedures. So if you have a tough client, how they access you, how they talk with you, how do you deliver the deliverables that you give to them? If you set up expectations on the front end, you can't control them, but you have more control over the interactions you have with them. And a lot of times difficult clients become difficult because we didn't set up the SOPs and the scope of work and the expectations. Wouldn't you agree, Tanya? Yes. And actually I, I, kind of like difficult clients in the beginning of a, of a relationship of building a business. And I'm going to tell you why, of because course those, you are do. The clients, <laughs> those are the clients that actually help you get better. Those are the clients that have those annoying questions and, yeah. and are very energy vampire. However, those are the questions that perhaps clients going forward are going to ask, and they are helping you to shape out the best communication with your clients and the best standards of procedures that you could possibly have and build a super solid business. Because guess what? The next client that's that happy, great client is going to be even more impressed when they come in. And then you're going to start to attract those clients, right? I so- love that perspective. I love that perspective. <laughs> I actually am like jumping up and down because I agree with you. I actually think we, and I'm not just saying this, everybody listening, because it's my, our program, but like, I do think we have the best coaching program, like on this planet. I really do. And we actually we should start saying we that do. because we do. There's very few programs that do what we do. There's very few programs that give the support that we do and the, the level of talent in, in our business strategists that we have. But anyway, besides the point. I actually feel that the most pain in the ass students 
I'll call them that. I'll tell them to their face um, <laughs> that were a little bit of a naysayers, energy vampires, always negative, always had something to say, always had feedback for us. Why don't you focus on your business first before you give us feedback? Um, but those are actually the people. And we haven't had many of them. Like out of the hundreds of students that we've had, we I, I can name maybe two or three, right? But they actually have made us go back to our processes and go, hmm. Like, should we tweak this? It made us tweak our whole onboarding process, if you remember, our roadmap. We completely changed a lot because we actually do listen to the feedback, even if it's from a naysayer, right? So I think the point is so important. These are sometimes the people that can, it doesn't mean you have to take these types of clients forever, but it's a different, it's a positive spin to the negativity. Yeah, totally. And if you do have another naysayer, guess what? You fixed all the naysay, naysay stuff. So they have nothing to naysay. <laughs> well, and I think what that says about you, Tanya, and I love the perspective here is you're growth minded. You will have people in your life who challenge you. We aren't talking about that. Um, if you, you are challenged, pause and go, what can I learn here? What does this opportunity present for me? And so a naysayer client who are a difficult client, you can pause and go, okay, what do I need to tighten up? What can I do differently? And if you get to the end and you check all the boxes because you've done it and they're still difficult, then you make a choice and you go, okay, well, I'm going to work with them because you know they're paying the bills or I'm going to hustle till I get three clients to replace them. But the, the thing I want to say and highlight that both Alexa and Tanya, you both said is the ability to hear feedback and grow. And that's a whole other podcast in and of itself. So to go back to where we started, you want to drop the people who are drainers, you know, the parasites, the energy vampires, the naysayers. But in the midst of that, the first place you look is at yourself. Why are you allowing these people in your life? What is the power you're giving these people in your life? How do you grow to the best version of yourself as a business person um, to navigate what is actually going on? If you just go, oh, I don't like you. And again, so, Susie, Tanya, Alexis, I can drop you. If you're not looking inward first, then you're copping out. You're stuck with me. Like As much as you may want to draw me, it ain't happening, lady. But you actually gave me our next podcast, which I'm super excited. And it's how do you grow as a person entrepreneur? I'm putting it on. We're going to do it because I'm so excited. So if you want to learn how to grow as a person entrepreneur and want to hear more from amazing Susie and Tanya, um, I'm okay. But um, they're amazing. But if you want to hear the next uh, episodes, uh, we have some really good stuff (laughs) coming up. How to not F yourself in business, how to focus on more than one thing at once, leveraging social media, your confidence is holding you back. Here's why things you should know before telling. These are all episodes that are coming up very soon. So hit that subscription button so that you all can make sure that you're getting our awesome content uh, because we're pretty cool people. And look, I think the takeaway here, guys, is there are people that are draining you, no matter who you are, there's somebody in your life draining you. They're either an energy vampire, they're a naysayer, or they're a parasite. Either way, they are draining you and the relationship is not balanced and it's holding you back. So we'll leave you with that. And I think the biggest takeaway that you guys can all do is make a list and a plus or a minus. Let's end that there. And I'd be curious to see who does it and email us. Let us know how it goes. I would love to know so that we can respond. So for everybody that wants access to all our podcasts, you can go to thinktankmillionairepodcast.com. And if you're interested to learn more about our coaching program, you could go to thinktankcoaching.com and make sure you subscribe and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Susie and Tanya. And uh, we have Vegas coming up soon. I'm excited. All right, guys. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.